Hey grown-ups, this episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. Made with whole grain oats and a touch of golden honey, they're a great way to turn your good morning into a good day. Honey Nut Cheerios. Good starts with happy hearts. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. What are you doing out here standing next to the emergency hatch? Just taking inventory of my most precious snacks. My coconut shrimp, my red pepper tapenade, my brie, all here waiting for me. Looking good. Can I have some? No, these snacks are all for me. Oh. Now I will put them all back in the special fridge that is right next to the emergency hatch. Just don't accidentally press that big button that opens the hatch. Ooh, a button. Peter, you just accidentally threw all of your precious snacks out of the hatch. What? No! Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. What are you doing out here standing next to the emergency hatch? Whoa. Did we just have this conversation? What? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just taking inventory of all my most precious snacks. My coconut shrimp, my red pepper tapenade, my brie, all here waiting for me. Looking good. Can Can I I have have some? some? See, I knew you were going to say that. Well, can I? No. Hey, Lee. Hey, Peter. Rachel and Megan are here now. That's different. Huh? What are you doing just standing by the emergency hatch? Just looking at all my favorite snacks, okay? Cool. Can we have some? No. These snacks are all for me. Aww. Wow, that all felt eerily familiar. Now I'm going to put all my snacks back in this special fridge that is right here next to the emergency hatch. Just don't accidentally press that big button that opens the hatch. Ooh, a button. Peter, you just accidentally threw all your precious snacks out of the hatch. What? No! Hey, Peter. Oh, no. Not again. I just need to get up there and say, I don't care if I'm different. I'm like all of you. Just think of the most weird things that you can never think of. I put some jokes in there. I hope you like it. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Okay, phew. I think the time loop is broken. Peter, what are you talking about? Oh, it's nothing. I was just stuck in a time loop. What does that mean? Also, why are we recording this near the emergency hatch? Ooh, a button. (laughs) Hey, Peter. Oh, no. Can we just do a story? Huh? Sure. Listeners, this first story is about a flower named Pinky and what happens when she starts going to a new school. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Zoe Elizabeth, and I live in Tennessee, and this is my story called One Little Pink Rose. Once upon a time, there was a rose. This rose's name was Pinky. She went to a school called Red Rose. 
Her parents didn't notice that the whole school was full of red roses. Inside, Pinky was the only pink rose. She cried, I feel so embarrassed. I feel so alone. Inside, Pinky was the same as a red rose. So why did she feel so embarrassed? Why was she so alone? Still, she just felt so embarrassed. She felt so alone. Pinky saw that every red rose was laughing. She knew what she had to do. She had to speak her truth. Hey Zoe, how's it going? Hello. How's your day today? What did you do? Anything special? I worked on a Black History biography. Oh, cool. Whose biography? Um, Frederick Douglass's. Oh, that's awesome. It's an inspiring story, right? Yeah. You wrote the story "One Little Pink Rose." Yeah. So, in your story, Pinky shows up at school and realizes very quickly that she's different from everyone else, right? Yeah. Can you tell me about that? Pinky, she's like, okay, I don't care. I know what I want to do. I just need to get up there and say, I don't care if I'm different. I'm like all of you, just a different color. We're all flowers, people. Come on. Yeah. That's so cool. So, Zoe. Yes? Have you ever seen anyone else at school that you feel like, wow, they must be feeling alone right now? My sister, she has a friend, and she has been going through a lot of different things because her legs don't work. So she has to be in a wheelchair for, I don't know how long, but like a really, really long time. What did your sister do to help? Pretty much started like talking to each other, and then we became friends. It was really fun. She's really sweet. Do you have any advice for when you're around different people and trying to figure out what people are going through and how to help them? How do you do that? Um, sometimes I just, like, 
look at their face and like what their face looks like and I notice like this person is really sad and then I'm like okay so maybe I should just walk over there and see how they're doing and maybe try and help them. And what's like a good question to ask someone like that? Uh, maybe like how are you feeling and then maybe like what's going on. Sometimes just asking people how they feel can really help. Yeah. How does it make you feel when you help people? It makes me feel pretty happy that I'm learning more about my friends and sometimes like how they might feel. Where did you learn how to be helpful like that? Is there someone in your life that you learned how to do that from or that inspired you? My mom has been super helpful to a lot of the people in my family. Some people are just helpers, right? Yeah. I love that. Zoe, thank you so much for letting us perform your story. Thank you for performing my story. You're so welcome. Bye, Zoe. Bye, Lee. Wow. wow. That was such a good story. Amazing I'm so happy. Story. Hey, Peter. Peter, are you yeah, okay? okay? You're sweating a lot. More than usual, I mean. No, I'm not okay. I just threw all my most precious snacks out of the emergency hatch. Plus, I'm pretty sure that I'm stuck in some sort of time loop. What? I don't understand. Three times already today, I have repeated the same conversation with all of you, then accidentally thrown my snacks out of the hatch. Now I'm worried that it's going to happen again. Peter, there is no such thing as a time loop. Time is linear. Well, it's a flat circle. Okay, and if you are stuck in a time loop, just don't press the button next time. Ooh, a button. Hey, Peter. Okay, Peter, just don't press the button. Huh? Can I have some of those snacks? No. Ooh, a button. No! Hey, Peter. Lee, listen, I'm stuck in a time loop. You have to help me. Hey, Peter. What are you doing out here standing next to the emergency hatch? Just looking at all my snacks. Don't mind me. Can we have some? No, just help me break this time loop. Huh? Me, snacks. Button, hatch, time, loop. Are you trying to say that you're worried you might accidentally press this button that opens up the hatch? Yes! Then don't? Trying, but I love buttons. Press my snacks, go! Hey, Peter. Button, no, wait, no! Hey, Peter. Hey. What are you doing out here standing next to the emergency hatch? You look so sad. I was going to spend some time with my precious snacks, but I got stuck in a time loop, and now I'm pretty bummed. It's like, no matter what I do, I end up without my beautiful, perfect snacks. Huh. Well, nothing you just said made any sense, and I'm worried about you. But also, maybe you just weren't meant to have the snacks. Huh? Can I... Have the snacks? No, they're mine. But maybe you're right. I have lots of snacks. These precious snacks just aren't meant to be. Listen up, time! Did you hear that? I have made my peace. I understand what you're trying to teach me, and I see now that I will never have these snacks because I don't deserve them. So you can let me continue with my day now without starting over. I think it worked. And wait a minute, I didn't throw my snacks out of the hatch. Ooh, look at this pretty button. Snow! 
Hey, Peter! What curse is this? We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! it's time for a special part of today's show sponsored by our friends at Lego City. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. You know how we asked our listeners to send us their favorite Lego builds about the ocean and stories to go with them? Oh, yeah. Well, I wanted to share one with you. It comes from Jasper, a second grader from New York, and it's called The Shark Attack on the Story Pirate Ship. Ooh, I will sit here and listen quietly. Okay, here we go. It was a normal day on the Story Pirate's ship. Oh, good. I love a normal day. Nimini was swimming in the water. She is so good at swimming. Peter was taking a nap on his bed. Am I asleep right now? Is this a dream? And Lee was in a submarine on his way to find some awesome corals. Lee saw a shark. Ah! Peter saw the shark. Ah! And Nimini saw the shark. <gasps> you know what? That's okay. What? Why? You know, the rule of three sharks. Sharks always stop being scary after three sharks. Okay. Lee got out of the submarine and swam up. When he left the submarine, he left the hatch open and then closed it with the shark inside. Oh, no. <laughs> Everyone ran and screamed around the ship until they realized the shark was trapped in the submarine. The end. Wow. Jasper, that was some incredible storytelling. I felt like I was there. And best of all, Jasper sent a photo of his Lego build for that story. Grownups, you can check it out at storypirates.com slash Lego. And for more underwater adventures, why not check out the Lego City Ocean Exploration Submarine? It's a powerful deep sea sub with everything you need to explore the high seas. You can comb the depths with the sub's two mechanical arms, examine the ocean floor with an underwater drone, or search the coral-covered cave for hidden treasure. Remember, if you can dream it, you can build it. Check out all of the sets at lego.com slash city. Hey, grown-ups, Lee here with your weekly announcements. Fall registration is now open for Story Pirates After School, our new virtual program for kids to reconnect with their creativity and imagination. Our incredible teaching artists will bring activities to life from different topics like spy training and spooky monster time. There will be appearances by hosts from the podcast like me and lots of other special guests and other surprises. Story Pirates After School is the perfect opportunity for kids who loved Story Pirates Creator Camp over the summer or for anyone that missed out and wants to have a new enriching Story Pirates experience. Learn all about the different components and class topics and register now at storypirates.com slash news. Story Pirates has teamed up with Popsicle to create a better world through imaginative play. Together with Popsicle's virtual recess, we've created ideal towns, a dream class for back to school, thank you awards for those that have helped us through this new normal, and even a brand new pop star and their inspirational song to raise awareness for peace on earth. You can still participate in all of our virtual recesses and find even more inspiration to create at Popsicle's IGTV or on the Popsicle Playzone at popsicle.com slash playzone. Our new album, Cats Sit On You, is out now. 
The album features 12 fan-favorite songs from the podcast, remixed and mastered for you to add to your playlists and listen to anytime. Songs include Humming, Cheese Quest, Banana Clown, The First Kids to Work at the Census, Turtle Beach, Cats Sit on You, and more. Find it wherever you listen to music. Remember, all that info and more can be found at storypirates.com slash news. Now back to the show. Hey, Peter! What curse is this? What? Lee, please, you have to believe me. All day I've been reliving the same moment over and over and over again. What moment? This moment. Really? Yes! Hi, Lee! Hi, Hi, Peter! Megan, Rachel, please, I'm stuck in a time loop! (laughs) Been there. Okay, so now you tell me. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Look, I keep having to relive the same moment over and over again. I'm standing out here, looking at my precious snacks. You all come over and say, what are you doing, standing by the emergency hatch? And I say, looking at my precious snacks, and then you say something along the lines of, okay, just don't press the button. And then, you guessed it, bingo, I do. Snacks, gone. And that's all that happens every time. Yes. Well, you also say, can we have some snacks? And I say, no. Okay, rude. Well, they're my precious snacks. Peter, have you considered that maybe the way to break the loop is to share the snacks? No, there's no way. Ah, I might as well just press this button, open the hatch, and get it over with now. Here I go. Peter, Peter, don't. Wow, you stopped me from pressing the button. You saved my snacks. Well, yeah, Peter. We're your friends. We care about you and your snacks. I guess I should share my snacks? Yes. Yeah, you should share your snacks with us. was the takeaway. Here you go, friends. Okay. Wow, I think I'm officially out of the loop. Oh, Peter, you've always been out of the loop. Lee, thank you. But you know, I wish we could get stuck in a time loop now so that we could all eat these snacks again. Peter! I also wish we could do another story. That works for me. Hey, look, a button. Huh? I'm just messing with you. (laughs) I wouldn't press a button after all those buttons already got pressed. Listeners, this next story is about losing teeth and finding fame. And here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Alice. I'm eight years old and I live in California. This is my story. I lost my tooth in Hollywood. Dear Tooth Fairy, last week I was on summer vacation and I went to Hollywood and I kind of sort of lost my tooth and now... Well, I can't find it. I miss it a lot. (coughs) The Tooth Fairy. (coughs) Ah, Cammy. So good to see you again. I haven't seen you since uh, the tetherball incident. I lost like five teeth that day. So awesome. (laughs) Yeah, you really should wear a mouth guard when you're playing sports. It's for safety and for fun. Now, what can I do for you? Well, I lost my tooth about a week ago and... I don't know where it is. I just miss tooth so much. Wait, say that again. I lost my tooth, my molar. I called her Tooth. Tooth? The Tooth star of stage and screen? What are you talking about? Cammy, your tooth is famous. It's been in like a hundred movies. The Molar Express, AXA, 
dental tourist. An inconvenient tooth. Weird. I guess I only knew tooth when it was just my tooth before it got famous. I wonder what tooth's doing now. Oscars for sale. Get your Oscars here. Fresh Oscars three for the price of one. Only here in Hollywood. Gee, mister, I'm just a tooth lost in Hollywood. Can you help me? You, shake my hand. I'm famous director Tony Grammy. Pleased to meet you. Hi, I'm Cammy's tooth. No, you're a star. You should be in the studio. You got that pizzazz, that tooth factor. But I've never acted. That's never stopped anyone before. You got something special, kid. Where'd you get that sparkle? Brushing. Two minutes. Twice a day. You difficult to work with? Eight out of ten dentists recommend me. Who's your agent, kid? I don't know what that means, but I belong to Cammy. I'm Cammy's too. We're going straight to the top. Your face is going to be on every billboard. Your name's going to be in lights. Tooth, they'll say. But I'm Cammy's too. Listen up, kid. Cammy's gone. You belong to the fans now. <laughs> I miss Cammy. I wonder what she's doing now. Time to turn on entertainment news while I take this healthy, refreshing sip of milk. Emmy Eisner here with entertainment news, and we are live with Tooth. Honey, you have to stop drinking milk before you see life-changing surprises on TV. Your mom's right. I know, but look, Tooth is on TV. Tooth, tell us, how does it feel to be the world's biggest star? It feels incredible, Emmy. I only wish I could share this with someone very special to me. Cammy, if you're watching this... I am watching this. I miss you, and I forgive you for the 17 cavities. Mom and Dad, we have to go to Hollywood. I have to see Tooth. But how will you find it, Cammy? I'll buy tickets to a live studio audience, and then I'll wait in line, and then I'll get Tooth's autograph. But we can't just up and go to Hollywood. Of course we can. Because when you believe, you can achieve. We will find a way, no matter the distance, no matter how hard the journey, no matter how rough the road. I found cheap have... plane tickets online! Yay! We made it, honey, all the way to Hollywood! And look, if you want to get an autograph from Tooth, it's right over there! Autograph line, get your autographs here, one for the price of $50. How do you feel, Cammy? I don't know how to feel. Surprised, shocked, toothless. I feel like I don't even know Tooth anymore. I mean, we had to wait in line for two hours to see it. What do you mean, Cammy? I love Tooth. I cared for Tooth, always. Even that time I tried to bite into a jawbreaker. And now Tooth's on TV and selling out a hundred movies and its name is so big. And mine just feels so small. Cammy, nothing should ever make you feel small. You're perfect, just the way you are. Next in line, come get an autograph from Tooth. This is your moment. Can you sign this? Who should I make it out to? Cammy. Huh? Cammy? It can't be. I haven't heard that name in so long. It's really me, Tooth. I remember you, you know. You are my baby Tooth. Your smile looks so different with me not in it. That's because you up and went a changing. I didn't think I'd ever see you again. You and me both. I think it's time for me to go. Goodbye, Tooth. Thanks for the autograph. Hey. What? I just wanted to take another look at you. Well? I think that we could be movie stars. Together. Sometimes there's a hundred teeth in a mouth, but... 
Only one has to believe in you. I believe in you. Friends? Best friends. We're off the teeth and watch as we bite and follow with me around. With peace for your service and gum when you're nervous. I'm friends with my molar now. With my One last thing, don't eat any more jawbreakers. We have so many cavities. Ow! My other molar. Uh, the end! That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and thanks to today's authors, Zoe and Alice. Before we go, here's this week's Story Spark. Kids, write us a story that's a commercial for an imaginary product. Tell us what the product does, what you have to do to get it, and why people should want it. There's probably even something about this product that's really weird and unexpected. As always, grown-ups can send in stories to storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye-bye! Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Produced for Gimlet Media by Annie Rose Strasser, Chris Neary, and Chad Chennai. Produced for Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Andrew Miller. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at The Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Contributing writers are Dylan Fugel, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. This episode features performances by Jerry Burgos, Alexis Lambright, Matt Gehring, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Brendan O'Grady, Megan O'Neill, Emily Olcott, Lee Overtree, Joanna Simmons, Mia Weinberger, Rachel Winitsky, and Ellen Winter. One Little Pink Rose was written by Ellen Winter and produced by Brendan O'Grady, with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell. The Tooth Song was written by Dylan Fugel, arranged by Jack Mitchell, and produced by Eric Gerson. Dear Other Story Pirates, Just wanted to let you know that I am in my room taking a nap. Please do not disturb me, because I am for sure in there, napping. In case you're wondering, I am definitely not sneaking off the ship right now because after that whole episode about snacks, I now have a sudden craving for a specific snack of my own that we didn't pack. Don't worry if you notice that one of the parachutes is gone or if you notice that someone has used the emergency hatch recently. That wasn't me, it was probably Peter. He loves that hatch. Sincerely, your pal, warm regards, best Lee. P.S. I have a jetpack with me, so don't worry how I'll get back. Okay, here we go. Put on a parachute, strap it in, grab a jetpack. Okay, and press the button to the emergency hatch. Gas station sushi, here I come!